We're continuing with Farak Lamad Base, um, explaining why it was specifically the oath of the staff turning into a Nachash that was shown to Paro. Davar Acher. Ma Hanachash Meukum Avhi Meukemes Darkeha. We're comparing the king to. But this is, we're in the middle of Midrash Mos Rabbah. We're comparing, we're, we're explaining why it is that Hashem had that the oath for Paro should be the Nachash. First, because a king whispers and kills people through that whisper. Davrachir, um, alternatively, just like a Nachash, his pathway is Meukum, is um, twisted, cur- crooked. So too, the king um, bends his way. Which I, I'm assuming it means that when a snake moves, it it, it uh, uh, what's the word? Slithers. Slithers, right? So by you know moving. It's, it's really always moving side to side. It's interesting how a snake moves, right? How can a snake move forward? What? Yeah, so it's like a, it's like a wave. It's like it moves really sideways, right? It's always it's always going sideways. Slightly sideways. Yeah. Well, it's the sideways that gives it the ability to move forward. Mm-hmm. So what's the marshal to a king? Yeah, so I think we're going to talk about. I think we're going to talk about that. It's um, yeah, that a moloch, that a melech is poured together. Tomorrow is going to talk about it. The fact, the fact that other people take a certain route, right? A king takes a different route. It means if a king wants to go. And he's traveling and he wants to go through right, everyone else has, has to go this way you know, along the road because there's a fence they have to uh, the king just breaks through the fence if he, if he needs to go he just makes himself a road now, we're going to discuss because seemingly it's a little bit the other way around meaning um, you know Seemingly, what we're talking about is that the road has to bend around something, right? The, let's say someone has a private property or something, right, with a fence, with a, with a, with a wall, and so the road has to bend around, but the king can go straight. That's what pours together means the king, he doesn't have to take a, a roundabout way. He has the right, right if need be, to um, go straight, seemingly. <laughs> okay, so Lafika Hamar Godish Boruhu Lemoshe Paro Meukum Kishabol His Akin Paro is a twisted man Kishabol His Akin. Um, when he's gonna want to try to do that with you, Amar al Aaron, tell Aaron, Vayitla Vayitla es Hamata Kinegdo 
Klomar Mizeat Haloka. So when he's going to try that stuff on you, show him the staff and tell him that through this you're going to be stricken. Obviously. What stuff the parrots get her? The twisted stuff. We'll see. This is Midrash right now. Midrash are uh, difficult uh, to understand, but the good news is the morale is going to... bring it all together. Yeah. Okay. Davarachir. Another uh, explanation. Lama neis sheltanin. Why did, did the miracle happen through the serpent? Lefisha paro nidmelatanin. Because paro is compared to a serpent. Shenemar. Hatanina gadol harovets besoch Yoro, this is a famous pasuk in Yeheskel, yeah, that refers to Paro as the great serpent of the Nile. Kishaya Moshe, Yotze, Me'etzel Paro, Haya Omer, Im Yavo Itzli Ben Amram. So when Paro, when Moshe would leave, Paro would say to himself that if Ben Amram is Moshe, Will come to me again. I need Horgo. I'll kill him. I need Solvo. I'll crucify him. I need Sorfo. I'll burn him. But when Moshe would come in, Paro would, st- would turn into a dry, stiff staff. I mean, obviously not not, not staff per se, but it means uh, he, what? Implacable. A what? Implacable. Unmovable, Implacable? No, not that. No, no. He would be like practicing his karate chops and like taking out his sword and like as, as Moshe would kill, would leave, he would like be just like killing people from his anger and saying, "This is what I'm going to do to Moshe next time." But then when Moshe would come, he would be he would all of a sudden become terrified and not be able to do anything. I mean, every time he had a plan, he was going to chop Moshe into little pieces. He couldn't, right? So that's like a, a serpent turning into a, into a staff. Serpents are dangerous. Staffs are stiff. Yeah. Okay. Um, are you guys gonna go to Prague? No. You gonna go, go to Europe. Vilna at least? We're not crossing any uh, country lines. Yeah, I'm going to Vilna. You're going to Eastern Europe? I am. Uh, what? Just Ukraine. Hungary? Just oh. Ukraine. I don't have to go back to multiple trips. Get them all in. Just Ukraine. Or are you going over the Torsky Strip? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I'm so jealous. There's one spot available. Someone canceled. Yeah, there is no Havamina that I could go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bubaru Buzet Hamidrish. And uh, so Chazal explained in this midrash, Ki Harasha Dome Lekelev. So the the evil person is compared to a dog. Kemosha Kelev Hu Rachok Mina Iker. A dog is not a part of the normal. Uh, the, the, the world will function just fine without dogs. Also it means they're not really. You know, essential. They're not the essential. Um, what do you mean by like, like they don't produce milk? They don't. Right. Exactly. Uh-huh. 
like superfluous creations. How can you say that? But everything was essential to the world in one way or another. Well, oh, yes and no. It's it's, a, it's it's more peripheral, right? You know, um, the 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 the, um, the morale in 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 other places says that things that are mamish totally peripheral are actually things that that usually will have tumor, such as shorotsim and things, right? So rats and I don't know, lizards and okay. other such stuff, right? Those things are uh, again another step removed, right? Meaning the world you can view the world as kind of uh, being comprised of concentric circles, right? The central circle of it is man. That's okay. that's the icker of the entire creation. Then there's like you know, when you think of a children's book, right? Um, you know, which animals do you introduce children to first, right? It's not the... Yeah, we're not, we're talking the normal world where... You know, 100 years ago, right? So, so it would be some of the basic farm animals, right? That, that those are like the ones that are very close to man. They're like they're very um, necessary, right? Um, so the rats are probably not on there. So now the, the, the dog is a little bit tricky because the dog is very close with us, right? But, um, but dogs, if it's not your dog, right? A dog is not you know, like a stray dog running around, right? He has no place. He has no way to, like we spoke about last time, he has no way to make a living, right? He can't, dogs cannot hunt, they cannot, you know, dig up, you know, vegetables. They, they literally just run around and, like, bother people and, like, try to you know, ho- hope that maybe somebody will throw them a bone, right? Um, so... Th- that's you know, kind of uh, there's no uh, there's no place for them in the city, right? Or outside the city, in the forest. There's no place for them anywhere. So, Hanivro. Um, so, so the Hakol Marhikin as a caliph. Everyone chases away the dog, right? The dog goes there, he gets hit with a stick. He goes there, they slam the door on him. V'kacha Russia Rachok Mimitius Hamiti. So to the Russia, he's not a productive member of society. He's not doing anything good for anybody, right? He's going around bothering people. Why do you specifically hit a dog with a stick well because a stick what's a stick a stick you can't manipulate things with a stick you can't bring things closer with a stick right you can't fix things with a stick all you can do with a stick is to push away right so it's 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 a distancing implement it's the king scepter I'm sorry it's the king scepter the king scepter we talk about what the weapons or tools that a king is supposed to carry with him. One of the, one of the, the distinction between a sword and a scepter, right? 
So, I mean... This one was a long time ago? Yeah. It sounds like the same idea. Right. It, it's, this, it's the same mita of pushing things away or, or beating something into submission as opposed to cutting them down. Aha. Uh-huh. Um, well, except... I, I don't remember. We, we spoke about a king with a scepter. We spoke about the five weapons that the Mishnah Shabbos talks about. We spoke about specifically the king's scepter? I think so. Uh-huh. This, this was a long time ago. This is okay. like an old place. Um, fine. So the only place that I'm remembering where we talk about a scepter of the king is in is in uh, is in or Chadush in the Megillah where Achishvayish extends the scepter to Esther. Yeah. Talk about, we spoke about here a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So just the scepter is a bit different. The scepter is meant to crush. I mean, to say, I mean, a scepter is really a mace. Yeah. I don't remember the context that you're talking about. Uh, it. Yeah. It has like a a ball it has, a, it has a I mean a scepter if you think. a scepter is a stick with a ball uh, with a ball at the end no spikes it, de- it depends on, uh, on, on on the type of scepter so I, uh, it, it is a mace okay. uh, one way or another that, that's how it started out a scepter um, which is why it's a symbol of power right meaning it's a symbol of power you know, it's not, a sword is not really power it's uh, more you know, sharpness right but a scepter is just Crush, crush your skull. Right? Um, so that's you know, that's the power of the king. The, the king also has a sword potentially, but uh, uh, the scepter is a demonstration of the kingly power. Um, a stick is different. A stick you can't really you can't really crush anybody with a stick. You can't really. Um, there's a whole one saying a scepter is that the person is here and you go right and you and you break them right where they are, right. What a stick does is it just pushes them away. It's just a distancing implement, right? As opposed to a weapon. That's why sticks are not used as weapons, right? I thought you said you whip a dog with a stick. You hit, yeah, hit, you hit, hit a dog. A dog yeah. With yeah, yeah, right. Okay. Is that distancing or? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Gets them to leave. Again, you, if you're trying to kill something, you're not going to use a stick, right? A stick you use to chase something away because it's not really sharp or heavy enough to cause any significant damage. It just it just gets them to go in the other direction. Hmm? Okay. Um, so again, so so that's so you use the Michael to distance that me Sheroi lidchos ulaharchek, someone that is fit to be. Pushed and distanced away from you. Uh, yeah, so therefore, the instructions were to use the staff to make the sign because. Paro is a Russia. Paro is like a dog. So he should be distanced from humanity with the stick. Okay. So the point is that if, if you think about it, Let's say there's a particular person in, in a town, you know, imagine one of these towns, I don't know, 500 years ago, right? And so 
and he tries to come somewhere, right? So it's one, if he tries to come in, say he's a negative person, people don't want him to come in, right? So, so if if, if you take a stick and you, you you kind of smack him with it, and you poke him with it, and you 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 chase him away, right? There's a certain embarrassment in that, worse than um, like a like a, a like a dirty, stinky kind of drunkard. That's that you would do that to him, potentially, right? Whereas you know uh, some you know uh, a mace or something that you would use like in an actual battle, right? That's like that's nothing insulting about that. Just you're trying to kill the person for whatever reason, right? But here. To specifically carry the message of him being a Russia, right? That's what that's what the stick does. Does that make sense? Vodamer, she also saw, she also owes the. Now, okay, that just explains why it's a staff, but doesn't explain why the staff turned into a snake or into a serpent, right? So, kiamalchus nidmel lonachesh mishne ponim. So there are two similarities between the king, King Paro, and a uh, serpent. Hayachad, kishem shanachesh bekalus meimis adam sharei zorik eres umeimis. Like we spoke out last time, right? Uh, a lion has to work really, really hard to to kill someone, even if a fairly small animal. A lion has to, you know, get so to speak, get his Hands dirty. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, so lion's super powerful. To, for him to kill a gazelle is not, uh, you know, if he can manage to catch it, it's, uh, it's not too difficult, but he still has to get all bloodied and still has to drag it down and fall on the ground with it and hit it. You know, it's a whole thing. It's a fight. He has to get in the fight. A snake just go, just, just strikes, right? And that's it, and then, and then they just sister calmly while the while the creature keels over, right? So that is a effortless poison attack. Kachamalchus bekalos mi misa chain tsarich lemalchus shum peula shehu bebeis asurim. It can the king can. Sounds like I mean, the actual killing itself happens in the prison. So in the prison, there's no, there's no fight in the dungeon, right? There's no um, fight that the prisoner can put up. He's totally at the mercy of the king. So the king just says to the executioner or, or to the prison warden that this person shouldn't survive the night, and that's the end of it. The godel mamshelus hamalchus. And, uh, yeah, and I still remember we went to the Tower of London, I think it's called, where, like, literally, you know, like, people go in, even it would be like a prince or whatever. I, I think there was a famous story with some prince who was imprisoned by his uncle or whatever it may be, right? And that's it, you know, never came out. No one knows what happened to him. But there was certainly no struggle. Right? It just kind of just happened. Siberia. No. Um, the difference in Siberia, the chance of a person surviving are pretty small, but the, the, uh, Siberia is a region. It's a very, you know, 
there's not someone you, you don't send someone to Siberia they, like you you want to make sure they die <coughs> because a person could survive right and you just have them taken care of right but Siberia is more like a deportation type of, you know, it's like you, when populations go to Siberia they don't you know, over the course of a fairly short period of time most of them will die out you hear the difference? It's, it's, it's less of a guarantee. One yeah. is an execution, the other is a, uh, just a, a, a yeah. like dropping you off in a jungle. Like a right. Except that jungle has nice weather, whereas <laughs> <laughs> Siberia is wow. freezing. But Siberia, I expect Siberia probably also has wild animals. Sure, of course, wolves and everything. Yeah. But it's the uh, frost. It's usually the frost and the hunger right. that or takes care of people. Yeah. You guys realize this? That Stalin had the trains ready to deport the entire Jewish population of the Soviet Union to Siberia. I don't know, I don't know if this is well enough known. Right? That what he did is the, the doctor ordeal where like they would arrest Jewish doctors, torture them, get them to admit that they had been poisoning their patients, publish it in newspapers, get them to or, or say that they accused other Jewish doctors as well, the Jewish doctor um, conspiracy where they'd been poisoning the Russian population and like to where, like building up the people to a hysteria and then they would give a signal for the pogroms to begin and the programs will start, and then to save the Jewish population, they would put them onto trains and send them all to Siberia. And they were ready to sign the order. Stalin was ready to sign the order. He had the trains ready standing, and he died on Purim. <laughs> Do you realize that? The order would have then started the whole thing against the doctors? Was that? that? That would have started the whole thing against the doctors? No, that, already, was that, already that, happened. that was already oh, happened already for a while. Hysteria, but my, 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 my great grandfather, so he and his brother both were doctors. He was just like a, he was very afraid of Stalin. They were, they were both um, born in America, actually. So they were very, uh, it was a very scary time to be an American-born person living in the Soviet Union. Um, but, so my great-grandfather, Fievel was like trying to be under as much as under the radar as possible. But his brother was like head of a big hospital, etc. And he died of a heart attack that same day. And they, they, he got the papers like to the uh, to show up to the uh, KGB and he died of a heart attack same day as Stalin. So how far did they get? Did they get the programs part, or they didn't get there? They just got to the national stereo. Yeah. Uh huh. Wow. Yeah, we don't know any of this. Is what, why do they have to go through that subterfuge? Oh. Well, because the, cause the uh, oh, Stalin, Stalin is the... Uh, no, even if you make pogroms, but you're not going to execute the entire population. Right? Oh, pogroms don't work like that. Pogroms are a mob. They run around and they get drunk and then they, you know, they take stuff. No, it's mostly pillaging. And, yeah. Yeah, well, why, why doesn't the... Wasn't the one Stalin just say, "I'm executing all the Jews"? Oh, because he was the light of the nation. He is. He was the. He was the good guy. He's, he's destroying the enemies of the Soviet Union. No, but they were, well, first of all, you have to understand. They, like uh, many Jews were like diehard communists, right? Like it, it's difficult to like say that the entire population is. You know, 
um, like how do you justify executing? It's what we spoke about with Paro before, right. with uh, right, the, the Vilna Gaon, right? Yeah, like because you, you have to remember, the Soviet Union was a union of like, you know, whatever theoretically, of like fifty different nations living in brotherhood, right? This is not meaning the Russians were like the biggest ones, right? But you got, and then you got like the next like three or four, the Ukrainians, the you know, the, the, the the Belarusians, right? But then you got the Uzbeks and the and the and the Kazakhs and the you know, like all these different people. Um, so you know, the, like all these small groups. So if like if you execute all the Jews, like who's who's gonna be next? Right. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, one second. Okay, next vote. Kemosha Nachash Me'akim Darkov. Now this was the part that we kind of had difficult because. Um, That that Me'akim Darkov sounds um, sounds going around uh, you know, around the Bowway, but the king and the contrary, meaning the king he can be he can be over the Shura, right? There's a law he can cross the law, right? He can be porous get it. He can break through um, a boundary. So. Um, but but the point is the, uh, the 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 twisted means the not the normal way. If, I, you know, if everybody has to go in a line, he can cut the line. Yeah, does that make sense to cut the line? I guess that's that's a good that's a good comparison. Everybody else is in line, and he cuts the line. So how do you cut the line? You go around from the side, mm-hmm. or you or you bulldoze everyone in your path. Oh. You could do that, but that's kind of. Okay, good. Okay. Just seemingly, it would be quicker to just go around. Like an ambulance. Uh-huh. Right? Fine. Okay. Kahi mechemus derkeha, so to the kingship. Shehamelech porets gather, lasos lo derch. Which again, the moral is not driving us home, but seemingly he means uh, he has the ability to go in the in an unorthodox path, uh, way. He doesn't have to stick to the road; he can go off the road. He's moving sideways, as opposed to everybody else who goes straight. Shekol Adam, Husar, Min Hanachesh. People move out of the way. You see a serpent coming, everybody moves out of the way. Umate darkov, and you incline your pathway, mimeno, from it. You steer clear. If neshiyiru mimeno, varushus beyadanachesh leches lekoltzat, he can go wherever he wants. It's funny, right? Like, even like a small snake. I, mean, I, I guess, I don't know, maybe, maybe because we don't recognize which snakes are poisonous. Maybe back in the days, if you knew perfectly well that the snake is not poisonous, and it's a small snake, Maybe you wouldn't be scared of it. Mm-hmm. Could be. 
It's, but, but I, I feel human like, nature I feel to like, be scared of a snake. Yeah, one of the clothes. Between the Chala and, and the Nachash. Yeah. Vizet legodl kovach ha-Nachash lehis pash lehis pash tuso lekoltzad that he can go wherever he wants. Ve'ein mocha b'yadon. There's no one to protest, protest against him. Which is why <coughs> mongooses are so fascinating. Because they eat snakes. Yeah. But not only do they eat, but like, it's, it's like not, not a portion. They actually like fight against them. Like, being they, seemingly you could find yourself some easier food to eat, right? Because the mongoose is also, it's a fight between them. Like, it's not just like... They're very easy food to eat. They're slow. Who? A snake. Snakes are slow? I mean, they're often sedentary. It's not so po- like a mongoose who fights with a snake. It's not portion who's going to win. It's like a, it's a showdown, okay. right? If I were a and bird, I would eat a snake. Uh, I hear it depends on the snake. I'm saying you know, if it would be like a cobra, right? Well, it might like not be. Cobra. So, but <laughs> mongooses do. No, but that's what I'm saying. But a mongoose will actually fight a cobra. That's where the Roshkola picked up this extremely unique piece of information. I mean, as a, as, a, as a kid, my parents read to me uh, a, a, a children's book, a Russian children's book. Uh, it's called uh, uh, <laughs> Riki Tiki Tak. That was his name. That was the mongoose's name. Who? And now my and now my parents brought it to my kids, and they read it to them. Is this but, in English? Uh, I'm not sure. But I'm not sure yeah. it's in America. I think I think it may be like like a little cute mongoose and like he's up against these huge cobras that are threatening people. Anyway, but the point is, yeah, it's it's uh, it, it, a mongoose looks like a like looks like a like a really like a fairly large squirrel, and yet they kill snakes. It's unbelievable. Okay. Continue. Vechain Hamelech Lemalchuso Bukoko for its getter last or slow Derek Lakoltzad. He has absolute authority. Vein Vein Mocha Biros, Miros, and there's no one that will protest against him because of fear. Vamor Lokodish. Okay, so that's all the comparisons. So Said Hashem, Kodesh Baruch Hu, Shemate Shel Aaron Yasa Nachash, that the serpent, that the staff of Aaron will turn into a serpent. Remez Lo, Shal Kodesh Baruch Hu, Mekayim Melochim, Veosa Min Hamate, Shehu Yavish, Nachash, Shehu Domelamelech. Interesting. So we're no longer talking about Paro. We're talking about Hashem giving power to Klausel, giving the Klausel the the power of Malchus, which is interesting because you, you tend to think of a serpent as like a negative type of a king. I mean, it's not like a very respectable king, you know, like a like a lion has a certain ro- royalty to him. Uh, a snake. Yeah. Is something that doesn't seem to be very 
positive. It's not a positive characteristic. It's not a positive association with Malchus. It's like an evil king, you know, like telling people to die, be murdered inside of a inside of a dungeon. Now, the word mate, hamate, is, the Ramchal points us out, hamate is gematria 54, which is dan, dan, uh, din, judgment. Yeah, so this, uh, something you hit with, it's fiery, it's all midas hadin. Right? The staff is, you hit with it, and the serpent is fiery. Poison is fire. The chain, so, so, so Hashem is, Hinting that Hashem will be Mekayim Malachim for the Jewish people, number one. And number two, Vechain, Mashfil Malachim, he will cause other kings to be made lowly in comparison to them. So that's the other way around, Lazar El Shifuso. So Hashem will make Aro's staff be become a serpent. That's Aaron will have kingship. And then the reversal of it is that kings will be will become kings who are currently serpents will become um, like snakes. Um, okay, I have to say I personally I need a little bit more than there. I, I don't know That, that doesn't rest well with me. That that uh, that comparison. That the Jewish king will be like a, is like a serpent, and also the fact that it's Aaron's own staff is turning to. If all their snakes turn to staffs, and his staff turn to a snake, I hear. But but his staff turning into a snake and I'm turning back into a stick. I don't. It's hard to see a little bit, but um, okay. So we'll pick up at the old Yesh Lefarish, Hashem, next week.